We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Riggert. A lot of postseason basketball. There's high school basketball going on right now. That's in the postseason. JMU will start the Sunbelt Tournament next week. But the ODAC Tournament is underway. The quarterfinals for the women begin tomorrow. The men begin on Friday, and that's when the Bridgewater men's basketball team will play their quarterfinal game. 8 o'clock down in Salem against Guilford in the 3-6 matchup. Let's talk to the head coach of the Eagles, Steve Enright. Hi, Coach. How are you, sir? I'm good, Dave. How are you? I'm doing great. Is it hard to believe the postseason is here? Yeah, it, uh, it goes by fast. Uh, feels like yesterday we were uh, sitting on the beach in Costa Rica as a team <laughs> hanging out in August. So it, uh, it it does go by quick, uh, but but we're excited to get get the postseason underway. You know, I, I know we talked about this here fairly recently, but that that Costa Rica trip back in August and now to where you are right now, that was a tremendous advantage, a tremendous help for you this season, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. You know, just getting that head start, you know, like we've talked about, you, you don't get um, you don't get the summer with your guys in Division Three typically, uh, you know, and, and taking one of those trips, you know, gives you an opportunity to do that. Uh, you know, and, and looking back at our regular season, you know, we, we finished the regular season 13 and 12, um, you know, which is not an incredibly glamorous record, but, you know, as far as, you know, recent history and, and, you know, where our team is, I think the build is going well, uh, you know, and, 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 and of those 25 games, you know, we played 14 of those 25 games decided by seven points or less. So, you know, just our guys being connected with one another, I think, you know, that, that, that started in the summer and, you know, being able to, come out on top when games are really tight with a minute or two to go. And you mentioned the record above 500, 500 in the league. It's been, it's been five, six years since that's happened. You, you got to Salem without playing in the first round for the first time in 14 years. I mean, that all means a lot to this program. You've been a part of this program for a while as an assistant coach, now as the head coach, but um, the, the steps you're taking are real, and I know you feel that, don't you? Yeah, I think so. I, I think people do around here. I think, you know, it, 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 we've talked in the past, just starting to go into games against the upper echelon of the conference and, and expecting to win them, you know, and, and that's, uh, that, that's been a process to build that, um, you know, not only to have enough talent to do that, but also, you know, the mentality and, and, and what drives winning. And, and, and we've made a lot of progress in those areas. And, and, and uh, you know, we, we have to remind ourselves as coaches that, you know, to, to build a program that, that wins at a high level and can sustain itself, you know, it, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, it's going to take time. It's going to take a few recruiting classes. It's going to take retention. It's going to take development. It's going to take, you know, me improving in-game. You know, all that stuff takes time. Um, you know, and, and I think our progress has been really good, um, you know, since since I got back here in October 2019. Okay, we're talking with Steve Enright, the head basketball coach of the Bridgewater men's basketball team. They get set for the ODAC quarterfinals coming up on Friday. We'll talk a lot about that. I do want to hit your, your regular season finale. Fell to Averett 66-64. to um, You shot the ball well. A lot of turnovers in that game. Was that the biggest issue? Yeah, and, and, and it's funny you mention that. You know, Averett is a good team, really tough team. You know, really good offensive rebounding team. Um and I think, you know, a big reason why we lost that game was because we turned it over, but we also got offensive rebounded. So when you combine those two things, they got, I think, 21 more shot attempts than we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's hard to win that way. And, and it was good in preparation for Guilford, who's similar in the sense that they're an elite offensive rebounding team as well. So, you know, we've been telling our guys this week, uh, you know, going into that game on Friday, 
as we get our prep down, um, you know, they're going to go offensive rebound. They're probably going to get us here. That's what they do. But we can't add to that with the self-inflicted by turning the ball over. So, you know, we have a plan going in, I think, offensively, and we're going to have a goal like we got to be under, you know, probably 10, 11 turnovers to, to give ourselves a chance against Guilford on Friday. It's the 3-6 matchup in the ODAC quarterfinals on Friday down in Salem. We're talking to Steve Enright, the Bridgewater men's basketball coach that gets set for Guilford. And, again, you played them, but it seems like about three years ago because you played them on, on yeah. the Saturday after Thanksgiving and fell 58-41. to 41. Um I know you'll look at the game and go through it and everything like that, but the two teams have got to be totally different than what they were back then. Yeah, I can tell you our team definitely is. You know, we played that game, you know, without Alec Topper, um, you know, who's our second leading scorer and our and our best rebounder. Um, you know, so he certainly would have made a difference in that game. Uh, you know, and, and just two days after Thanksgiving, and, you know, Andy Pack was a little banged up in that one. I think he only played five minutes. Um, you know, we just, uh, we, we were a very different team back then. We weren't, you know, where we are now. We've made a lot of tweaks offensively since then. Um, so, you know, I, I, I've watched that game. I, I really don't see that much to take from it, to be honest. What, what we are doing is really digging into the five games that Guilford's lost this year and, and try to figure out our game plan through those five games more so than our own. And first and foremost, they're ranked 14th. This is a really good basketball team, isn't it? They're ranked 14th in the country. Really good basketball team, as are most teams in the ODAC. Yeah. But they are, you know, very, very good. Um, you know, they're very good at what they do. They play at an extremely slow pace, uh, which we don't, you know. So, so that can be frustrating. Um, they're an elite defensive team and, and a really, really good rebounding team. Um, I, I worry less about us being able to guard them, you know, it's more, okay, how do we end possessions with rebounds or force some turnovers? And, you know, how do we manufacture some points, you know, in in long kind of grinded out possessions that they make you play on the offensive end? Talk about that a little bit and the different styles. Because, again, you want to get out and go. and, And is that a challenge when you play a team like this? It is in the sense that, you know, you want to get out and go, but you also really have to end possessions when they shoot it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it, it, it can be hard to run on a team like Guilford because that's the easy thing to look at and say, okay, you know, hey, we're gonna we're gonna glass it and go and try to try to score in the first six, seven, eight seconds of the shot clock. That that's great on paper, but you got to glass it first. You know, so that. That takes effort. That takes a fight. You know, you're not going to get a ton of clean rebounds. They send five guys to the offensive glass, uh, knowing full well they could give up transition, and yet they're still a really good transition defensive team because you've got to work so hard just to get possession of the basketball. So, um, you know, we'll be opportunistic in transition. You know, if we get opportunities to do so, we'll certainly take them. Um, but I think we've got to generate some turnovers. I think we've got to. I think we got to press a little bit. I think we've got to, you know, we've got to really turn up the heat with our own uh, defense as well. And you, you played pretty well defensively against them the first time, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, we held them to 58 points. They, they shot a low percentage. You know, analytically, if you look at points for possession, all that, it was actually one of our best 
yeah. defensive performances of the year, um, we still we just struggled to rebound, and offensively we were really inept in that game. You know, and with the style of play, are they pretty solid on the half-court defense? Is that where you, you could maybe, if you can get the rebound, get out and go and maybe get some points in transition and, and, and as you mentioned, create turnovers, get points that way? Is that is that the best way for you to, to score easy baskets because they're so good in the half-court defensively? Yeah, I think I think it's it's early and late in the possession is when you have to score against a team like Guilford. So if you've got an opportunity to get out and go and get an open three, a pitch ahead or a trail three, or, you know, you force a turnover and you get a run out, like, you know, obviously that's helpful. When you do get into the half court, what you don't want to do is just take one or two passes and then kind of shoot an okay shot. That's exactly what they want you to do. Um, But if you move the ball and you move them around, you know, like any defense, they, they will give you a crack. They will give you some daylight, you know. So we've got to be really good, I think, in the bookends of possessions. We've got to be really good on the front end. But, you know, when in the possessions that we don't have, uh, you know, something on the front end, our, our best shots are probably going to come at the end of the shot clock. And that that can be that can be hard and challenging and, and frustrating at times for a team that likes to get out and run. And, and would, do you feel like that you guys have to be patient in this game because there could be long possessions both on offense and defense? Yeah, I, I think they just have to finish possessions. You yeah. know, so we've been talking. You know, we've showed a ton of film. Um, you know, more so than we would in an ordinary scout to our guys the last couple of days. Um, you know, we we uh, we know that. You know, we know what to expect. Like, our guys are going to know them top to bottom. So so we've been drilling into them. Hey, you know, we've been talking about opportunistic transitions, but we also talk about patience, you know, and letting the possession breathe. So, you know, it's on our guys when they're out there to figure out what's what, you know, but we've showed them, you know, like maybe eight or nine different games, clips from eight or nine different games, you know, that Guilford has played. You know, all right. Here's a, here's an example of this opportunistic transition that we're talking about, and here's an example of kind of letting the possession breathe. And this is how Randolph Macon got this shot with six seconds on the shot clock left. This is how mm-hmm. Lynchburg got this shot. This is how Eastern Mennonite got this shot, and on and on. And that's what we're showing our guys. And hopefully, they can take that into the game on Friday. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking to Steve Enright, the men's basketball coach at Bridgewater College. They get set for Guilford in the quarterfinals of the ODAC tournament. We've got a couple of guys averaging double figures in Dearman and Davis. Those guys both shoot a lot of three-point shots. You've got to defend the three-point line against these guys, don't you? Yeah, you do. Um, you know, they're, they're a really good three-point shooting team, uh, which is actually different from Guilford teams in the past. Um, you know, so I think they're at the top of the league in three-point percentage, honestly. Yeah, they're so, 37% um, right now, which is really good. Yeah, really good. Um, Tyler Dearman's a you know first team all league caliber guy. You know Jordan Davis is an all conference caliber guy. They're both really good players. Um, you know, and I, I think our best chance against both those guys is pressure. You know, so we're going to have higher pickup points than we usually do, and try to speed them up and try to get them doing things they're not comfortable doing. What do you expect defensively? Are they man to man most of the time? Man to man, ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Um, you know, pack line principles. Uh, they're going to dare you to shoot um, and, you know, really focused on no paint. You know, they don't want you to get the ball in the paint. Uh, that's their biggest thing. Um, you know, if you look at the way they play defense. So they are going to pack it in. They are going to have really heavy gaps. They're really going to over-rotate and over-help. So, you know, on our side of things is, is just we've talked about, okay, like recognizing over-help, recognizing – over rotations and try to use that against them, you know, try to find backside two-on-ones, you know, understand they're going to really hard hedge ball screens and send two to the ball. 
So our guys have seen a ton of that on film. We've been trying to replicate it in practice. Here we're talking to Steve Enright, head basketball coach of the Bridgewater men's basketball team as they get set for Guilford. And Coach, are you guys excited? Are they in the right mind frame for postseason basketball right now? Are they excited for this? I think our guys are super. You know, I think um, I think that they believe they can win the game as they should. Um, you know, we've talked about that just versus some you know late season feelings in the past here. Um, you know, and just over the course, like I think our guys believe that they're you know good enough to win a game against a nationally ranked team, and and they are. You know, they have to play really well, but they are. You know, and that that all goes back to to what you're trying to build here in terms of something that can sustain itself year in, year out, you know, with that mentality. I also think that, you know, we've got two seniors that, you know, have been playing tremendously for us uh, down the stretch, Liam Caswell and Andy Pack. Um, And I I think our younger guys, which outside of those two guys, they're all younger guys, um, are really excited about, trying to make a run, you know, on the backs of those two guys, you know, and, and, and they've been, you know, such good represent representation of our program and what we're trying to build here. Um, you know, really two true foundational guys. Um, and I think that, you know, our guys want to send them out the right way and really make some noise and say, let me give our, give ourselves a chance to win it. Be 8 o'clock on Friday night. That'll be the 3-6 match at the last quarterfinal of the day on Friday as the ODAC tournament begins for women women's on uh, on Thursday. The men will begin on Friday down in Salem. Coach Enright, thank you so much for your time. Good luck this weekend. Thank you, Dave.